Hello, peoples, and welcome to Esoterica Cinema, the podcast where we take films from the cinematic multiverse and discuss the hell out of them. My name is Jason Peters, and I am coming at you with another patented five-minute review. I got five on it. Today's film is Earth Girls Are Easy. This film is written by Julie Brown, Charlie Coffey, and Terrence E. McNally, directed by Julian Temple. IMDb has the following description. A Southern California girl befriends three furry aliens after their spaceship lands in her swimming pool. That's right. And in case you're wondering, well, what exactly is this film? It's described as a science fiction musical romantic comedy. I had no idea what I was in for on this film. This is a film where I admittedly went in completely blind. I saw the cover art. It looked pretty kitschy. I like the B-52s and the aesthetic matched. I like Gina Davis. I like Jeff Goldblum. They were on the cover. I was like, hey, let's give this film a shot. Did not know it was a musical whatsoever. So, yeah, took me by surprise, as it might you. Now, right off the bat, one thing jumps out about this film, and that is the incredible cast. Okay, so the lead is played by Gina Davis, who is absolutely adorable in this role. One of her broadest and most comedic roles, likely, but she handles it very well. And then we've also got Jeff Goldblum, as I mentioned. This is their first coming together since The Fly, and I believe the last as well. But it's also got some crazy supporting players in Damon Wayans and Jim Carrey. The two of them, along with Jeff Goldblum, play the aliens, these giant furry creatures who show up speaking nonsense language. And one of them is blue, one of them is red, and one of them is yellow. So this film is very bright. And then we've also got Julie Brown, if you remember her from the 80s, the pop starlet. Not downtown Julie Brown, the other Julie Brown, the white one from Van Nuys. I and then Michael McKean. Michael McKean has a very bit part in this film as well. So, like, that is an insane cast. And, yeah, I'm going to check that out. And I can't say I loved the film, but I can't say I hated it either. It was very charming. It knows what it is. It doesn't make apologies. It leans into it very hard. And it's a surprisingly well-made film. It has an 80s Valley Girl vibe. It's got lots of colors, lots of beautiful people. No one really takes life too seriously. They kind of play into the ditzy, blonde, brunette stereotypes and everything that goes along with that. And even like the way that they talk, you know. So it's that whole like 80s Valley Girl thing. Basically feels like if the B-52s were a movie, right? Like their song, them themselves, their aesthetic, take all of that and distill it into cinema, and that's Earth Girls Are Easy. Was very interested to find that this film was actually based off of an EP that Julie Brown released, and it featured the titular song, but it was actually the last song on the EP, and then it also had these other two songs, I'm a Blonde and I Like Them Big and Stupid. That should tell you the type of world that we're, we're in here right now, right? And... These were all films released on this EP first, before the film, and then they were kind of expecting Julie Brown to blow up and be this huge pop starlet, which she became recognizable, but I don't think she launched to the degree that they expected her to. So they asked her and a couple other writers to adapt her album into a movie, and that's kind of what became the genesis of this film. Now, they secured this guy, Julian Temple, who was actually 
a big MTV guy. He had done a number of music videos and a number of music documentaries, so they thought that he would be perfect for this type of musical film. But it just so happens that his debut film, which was called Absolute Beginners, while they were shopping around and trying to secure funding for this film, it absolutely tanked. Completely tanked at the box office. So Julian Temple's name was Poison, and they were trying to get $14 million for this movie. No one would have anything to do with it after it was released, even in spite of having Julie Brown attached to it. So enter a French bank. I I, I don't have the name handy, but a French bank came in and said, hey, if you can knock $4 million off the budget and do it for 10, we'll finance it. And Dino De Laurentiis, the Dino De Laurentiis, came in and said, I'll even distribute it for you. And unfortunately, before the production was done filming... De Laurentiis' production company and distribution company went out of business, so obviously not good for the film. Now, I will say that there's not really any super memorable sequences outside of just the whole general vibe of the entire film and being inside the spaceship, but, you know, I thought the musical numbers could have been a little bit more memorable or brought a little more something to the table, but without a doubt, as I mentioned before, Gina Davis is the heart and soul of this film. She's infectiously charismatic. She's very sweet. She's innocent. She plays her character very broadly, almost like a comedic theatrical production. She's very beautiful in the film, and she really carries it on her shoulders. Jeff Goldblum, not really asked to do too much, but he does a fine job looking handsome and brooding, as does Damon Wayans. Not that he looks brooding. Now, as far as Jim Carrey, you know, I'm usually here for everything he does, but I really did not like him in this film. I don't know if it was his acting or his character... But he really just, the way that he constantly hams it up, it does feel like he was kind of trying to steal attention from his fellow actors, and that was unfortunate. And he also happened to do it in a really annoying way that was constantly distracting from the scene. And he's also just kind of an annoying character that has these less desirous traits. And so really did not like that character, even though I normally love him. The songs themselves are catchy, but they're ultimately shallow. And I think that kind of pretty accurately describes the film as a whole. You know, it's very silly. It's for fans of kitschy, poppy, lively fun. And that's awesome. You know, we could maybe use some more of that these days. It's got lots of colors, got very over-the-top production. It's something that kind of feels like, I don't know, maybe fans of Glee or something like that would like, right? Like very bright, very colorful, very, very loud, unashamed of what it is, and ultimately very innocent. Three adjectives for you. Silly, shallow, and fun. Star rating of three and a quarter stars. Now, if you'd like to, you can go to our website, esotericacinema.com. Got a lot of good stuff for you there. You can also reach out to us directly via email, esotericacinema at gmail.com. And, of course, you can call the hotline. We would love to hear what you have to say and get some of you lovely listeners on the air. You can do so at 818-483-6285. This has been Jason Peters for Esoterica Cinema. Thanks so much for joining us. Enjoy the movies.